Ladies and gentlemen, boys and baby girls, get the bucket of water ready so the barn doesn't burn down from the fireworks. It's another episode of the Cowboy Rowdy Podcast. Wait, governor. Know that I'm coming correct. Let me talk to you guys about something that they can do both drunk and high that is extremely pleasant. I think our podcast needs a budget for guns. Cowboy. Rowdy. Well, shoot, dang. Crack a cold one, baby. What is it with this fucking podcast? I'm your host, Sebastian McCabe, filling in for Cameron Perry. Uh, with me, resident comedian Anthony Barrera. What's up, what's up? It's your boy, Young Baphomet. There he is. And, of course, uh, Monterey Bay comic show producer, Michael Booth. Hey, hey, how's it going? And a very special guest we're very excited about, a filmmaker, amateur bass trumper, aspiring astronaut, Jaime Vergen. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks, guys. Yeah, so we're, uh, we're coming to you live here from the, uh, the 5th of July. Um, after uh, I actually had some, uh, some shrapnel from a firework land on my fucking roof last night. So. Jesus oh, wow. Christ. Yeah. You experienced. That was for yeah. you guys. Uh, I, it was pretty rowdy over here. Uh, there was a lot of fireworks going off. I ended up driving down the street and sitting in a parking lot watching people light off little fireworks for a little bit while I smoked some weed in my car and then went home. That was about my 4th of July activity. Hell yeah, 30 seconds in, already incriminated yourself. I love it. I know, right? Um, I was at work for 4th of July, but that doesn't matter because me and Sebastian literally saw a house burn down a few years ago from 4th of July festivities. We did. I forgot about that. Wow. Yeah, we just looked out the window and... It was super intense. I was drunk as fuck, so I thought it was super funny, but it was a tragedy. Hmm. I hope they got out alive. You thought it was funny? Yeah, dude, a house was burning down. Like, I thought that was mad funny. It's just, I, I'm sure an ordinary <laughs> to see. You want to talk about incriminating yourself? I didn't yeah. do it. It was the fireworks <laughs> yeah. that did it. I was person. peacefully watching fireworks by myself just getting high, and you're laughing at houses burning down, I was peacefully watching a house burn down high. Like, <laughs> Uh, I wouldn't laugh at it. I would probably like, cry because I'd feel so bad for those people, man. You wouldn't cry. Damn. Stop lying. You don't even like kids. What does that have to do with it? <laughs> <laughs> Lamest uh, comparison ever. About as lame as your hat. Oh, we're, we're coming for the hat. We're coming for the hat. I don't even know what shirt you're wearing. That's okay. It's you a, need to. It's a, sh- it's a soccer shirt, I think. No, it's esports. It's all good. Esports, mm. bro. The final okay. frontier of the e-sports. future. You Listen, know, the go future work out your thumbs. Future of gaming. We'll be E. Um, so, yeah, um, we, uh, we've got a very special guest here. Um, so, Jaime is the host of the yes. uh, First and the 15th podcast with Anthony as well, which, uh, full disclosure, mm-hmm. I was on the last episode of. Um, this crossover episode. <laughs> yeah, this is the full, <laughs> it comes full circle now. Um, yep. So, Jaime <clears throat> and I, I think we, we had a little bit of overlap in, in high school. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, you were always the dude who I knew who was, like, actually really into filmmaking, like, serious uh-huh. about it. And uh, you're, you're, still, you're still out there doing it. Like, how, yeah. um, like how, how do you just, like, stay 
at one thing for that long because mm. I have a fucking that's, hard time I, That's interesting. That. I don't know. I think because uh, film's always growing and adapting, and there's always new films and old films. And I don't know. There's something about making movies and capturing, like, the human experience, which I find really interesting because it's ultimately because we're trying to understand ourselves and grow as human beings. So, I don't know. I think as a kid, I always liked films. I just didn't realize it till I became a teenager. And now as an adult, I'm just constantly learning about film. Just because I didn't go to film school as well. You know, I'm learning new techniques, how to use my camera or editing and this and that. And I know it, it just keeps me going. I have no idea. I just love it. So I just awesome. love it, man. You said not going to film school. So you're like totally totally self-taught pretty much with like self-taught i went to the i went to the stanley i went to the stanley kubrick film school which is uh didn't you also go to csumb for a while for this i did one for one year but they did not teach me anything there (laughs) i'm not saying that they're they're bad at school or anything but they did not help me out that was one of the reasons i left and um but I'd rather do self-taught, like Quentin Tarantino, you know, just trial and error, just do it and learn from your mistakes. And, yeah. you know, you just get better. You just That's just it's, what happens. It's just like selling crack. You don't go to school for it. You know, you just do it. Right. You, you just do it. And you just get better at it as you. Yeah, exactly. You know, <sighs> you think I'm making 100 bucks on my first sale of crack? No, I don't think so. It takes time. <laughs> you got to find the right corners. got to find the right clientele. So, do you have any idea how difficult it is to sell a normal person crack? Oh yeah, what's a normal person anyway? I mean, I don't think you're—I don't think that's your market. I don't think that's the demographic you're targeting when you're selling crack, Anthony. Yeah, first, you have to—you have a normal to person is them. not your average demographic. Yeah, first thing you have to do is convince them to try crack for the first time. Yeah, I don't know about that. You just go after uh, the people that'll the basically do anything for it. <laughs> that's where the, that's the person from. that you need to sell it to. The, yeah. <laughs> the person that's hooked. I'm not going to prey on those that are already addicted to it, Michael. You got to find new customers. I, I don't know. Find new customers. I, they have yeah, more money. They have more stuff they can sell. You know, just you know. Why am uh, I going to get back to? Let's get back to. Uh, <laughs> right. Anyway, hi, May. Um, <laughs> Yes, you were talking about uh, you know loving film growing up and and, and doing uh-huh. it on your own yeah. and, and learning on your own. Definitely. You know, is there a specific like genre of film that reached out that like you know gripped you early on, or was it just mm. like uh, you know just really interested in movies in general? Uh, was there I something think, that? I think you know the the one that hits me the most like right now are like dramas. Like real life stuff where people are arguing or fighting or, you know, like when you have to step out of that comfortable way of living, mm-hmm. that's where I find the most interesting things that are happening. You know, like, like we've seen a lot of movies where, stuff. you know, everyone's com- yeah, everyone's pretty comfortable in the beginning of the film. And then somewhere in the middle, something happens. We're moving away. Uh, we're having a baby, this and that. But yeah, I think like, I mean, action films are fun thrillers are fun you know actually growing up my favorite movies were jurassic park and the mummy because i really nice the, the like, mummy so you know, good I, dude yeah i would like pretend to be o'connell and like <laughs> whip out my revolvers and like pretend i'm shooting mummies like the way he was i was cool 
you know, and even Jurassic Park was cool with uh, when he, when the T-Rex comes out. I can't remember the main character's name, but he's like waving his hat or the flare and he's like, hey, hey, mm-hmm. like that shit. I don't know. Like, I, I like those. Yeah, those kind are of like movies. iconic. Yeah, those are like iconic scenes. Yeah, those are know, iconic. You... There's there just something about some films growing up that are like you just said iconic. There's just like an image and like a, a feeling that you're like, whoa, yeah, that's really cool. Like, I want to capture that feeling again you know you know, like that feeling you walk out of a movie and you like feel like you're like like that guy in the film yeah. you ever get that oh uh, i got that <laughs> from john wick i i get that from yeah i get that a lot from from stand-up that kind of iconic image you're talking about like certain jokes mm. growing up as a kid i watched mm. a lot of comedy and certain jokes would just like stick out to me and like i would watch it over and over again or i would learn it i memorize it so i could tell people about it and like share mm. it with people because it was like it resonated so deep within me i think right kind of, that's kind of what you're describing with these images yeah is something like i don't know just what it is something resonating with inside of you and you want to like create that for others because this feeling is right. so intense right it's really it's like cap it's like what's that saying capturing lightning in a bottle mm. kind of yeah, feeling. yeah yeah uh-huh. you know i don't know what it is but there's something like with film and certain images and sound when you put them all together there's like this magic moment that you're seeing and it's like whoa that's affecting me and like, i think that's when I the illusion I... is like in full like at its peak capture mode where like you forget yeah. you're watching a movie you know you forget you, you yeah, feel like you're actually sure. there and like uh-huh you're there right next to that lightning in the bottle mm-hmm. but i think ultimately now that i think of it is like when you're watching films like that i think what i feel is like when i step out into the real world is like is it possible to capture that magic in real life like without a camera without filmmaking like is it possible to come across like this kind of moment play out in real life yeah Yeah, go on a stage and start telling jokes you'll you'll get that feeling yeah let's see i thought i oh sorry go ahead sebastian uh do you just do you get a lot of moments where like you see um you know just a specific scene or a specific shot or something and you just think to yourself like you know, fuck me. I, I wish I had been the one to make this. Like, do, do you get that a lot? Like, as, as someone who oh, does sometimes. Have, like, audio and music and stuff, I always will just hear songs or parts of songs and just think, like, fuck, I, I wish it had been me that, that came up it, with that. And that kind of... It's like, happened... To, to me, that's a big inspiration, kind of, is just, like, to try to mm-hmm. reproduce it, that feeling. Yeah, it's happened a few times, especially with, like, specific songs that are using films i'm like oh man dude i was that's that would have been say. an awesome song to use <laughs> and then like once uh, you use it again some people might think like oh yeah i remember that song i heard it in that other movie and it's like fuck okay so like music is very powerful in films because it can associate and connect images and you know if you hear a certain song you're like oh that movie you know yeah because like celine of, dion's you know oh yeah oh yeah like if you heard if you heard that in a different movie you would be like oh titanic dude top gun is a good example of that there's like three songs in that movie and they're used for the whole movie they're just they're they're such callback to this like they build an emotion on this song by the end if you want to hear that uh song by the end of the movie you're like holy shit it's almost like a theme Mm-hmm. You know, like a theme, like that Otis Redding song in Top Gun. At the end, they're playing that at the end, mm-hmm. and it like loops you back to the whole like movie and everything. And when when Val Kilmer's looking at Tom Cruise, and he's like, 
Mm-hmm. You could be my wingman anytime. And he's like, no, yeah. you can be mine. Yeah. It's like, holy, yeah. f- like that is just a dude. Uh, I'm so, I'm so stoked. They're coming Iconic. out with the second one, bro. I've been, I've been oh, like, I know. hanging yeah, on all the trailers and everything. Yeah. I'm so yeah. stoked on that. Yeah. They're actually flying the planes this time, which is oh, yeah. fucking insane. Uh, my uncle was on the, one of the carriers that went during the filming of the first one. Oh, that's sick. Hmm. Yeah. Pretty cool. Said Tom Cruise is a dick. I don't know. Probably is. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> We've heard that one before. But, I mean, fuck me if he's not one of the greatest actors to ever do it. Yeah, um, true. And, and probably one of the most iconic from the from yeah, the last old, 50 years or so. Old, old Still looks young. Tom Cruise. Still looks mid-30s. Yeah. Superstar, hey man, that's bro. That, that's that Scientology for you. You know, it really... There's no, there's no other explanation, don't, honestly. Don't go after right? Scientology <laughs> now. They'll come after us. <laughs> Oh my god! Nothing, nothing but respect. Um, yeah. Yeah, please don't, please don't sue us. Um, so one of the, uh, you know, speaking of speaking of films, um, one of the segments we've got here today is a uh, thirty-second pitch for your your desert island. Coming movies. back at you, dude. Um, so like thirty seconds. Could, you know, if you could only rewatch, let's just say one movie. Mm. Yeah, you're stuck on a desert island. You got a little portable dvd player or some bullshit what are you what are uh-huh. you watching what's a movie that you can just just one rewatch over and over we'll say just one film let's we'll say or three, three or we'll, five we'll open it up okay and give you three three films can i go first um, here? i think oh yeah go ahead yeah Hit it. i want to hear it desert island so i'm on a desert island and i have to watch a movie and yeah. it's the uh-huh. only movie that i can watch castaway three fuck you i was gonna say that <laughs> Castaway, so dude. Original. No, right? and here's why, bro. It's a fucking step by step on how to get it's off of that shit. It's, it's a, a manual. It's a how to, dude. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna be walking around the island in circles looking for a volleyball. You already know. Oh like, my god. That's, already, that's how I'm gonna stay sane, dude. <laughs> I'm gonna watch this movie and then I'm gonna find my own Wilson. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> No, but seriously, I mean, I would just be so inspired every day to watch that movie and be like, it's possible to get off this island. <laughs> Tom Hanks gives me hope. yourself up. Yeah. Um, I'm with yeah. you, Tom. I'm here with you. And if my teeth get fucked up, I all I need is an ice skate, apparently. So How, how long do you think you'll be there? I don't know. How long was he there? Like five years? I mean, that, that's that movie just... Is like that's three hours, this movie is so, so informational. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, this movie is so informational. He was so there for like four years. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm gonna get jacked and have a sick beard. Like you see him when it like pans after he knocks his tooth out. It pans like four years later, and then he's uh-huh. just fucking shredded, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's like spear uh-huh. fishing like a savage, dude. I'm ready yep. for that. Yep. Okay. <laughs> um, I I would watch they The Godfather. Mm-hmm. I'd watch The Godfather mm, that's a to good remind one. myself that part one, part one, part one. Yeah, part oh, one. Okay. Okay, I see you. I'd watch it to remind myself that hey, you know what I'm saying. I'm really that motherfucker, and it would inspire me to work even that much harder to get off the island. And uh, mm. that's why I would select that that movie. <laughs> okay. Okay. Would you talk like uh, Marlon Brando at by the end of it? Would you? Yeah, no. I would. Uh, I would take little out? balls of like leaves or grass and then stick them in my like. <laughs> just like. My son. <laughs> I'd capture my a baby puma dead. and then like play with it in my makeshift desk, talking to no one. 
I'd actually go fucking insane is what would you're, happen. You, yeah, he'd go you mad. You actually end up just you're, sitting in a chair on the island, like, and you die. <laughs> oh, God. Like, you die, and then your son takes over. And then you got to play the Al Pacino part now. See, and, then it, and then it becomes Apocalypse Now because you're Marlon Brando with this big island all oh, God. He just <laughs> He finds some dude. Anthony finds a guy with a violin that's just like... <laughs> there, but there's no violin player it's just all yeah. in his head <laughs> that's his Wilson <laughs> his Wilson is just the violin like orchestra playing like the sad music from Godfather that oh, sounds man. like a great time Every time that sounds like such a sad death on an island is just oh, young God. Baphomet. And you're wearing that hat the whole time, by the way. Let it be known, Anthony. Yes. That Listen, hat, I'm not going to no get shirt, any sun hat. damage on my neck and or head. Cool, I'll take okay. it. Well, uh, excuse me, what neck are you talking about here? Like, oh, <laughs> see this right here? You see? <laughs> he has to suck everything in to make it visible. He's like, look at it, dude. <laughs> Really pushing my shoulders down, you know? Like, yeah, he's like, look, I have one. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jaime, what, what have you got? You got the... Um, so we, we're picking a few, right? Because I don't want to pick... Okay, for the... I don't know. I have a few here, but... Uh, okay, I think I'm going to have to go with Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. Nice. Because I don't know. Oh, sure no. it's, it's my... It's my favorite Tarantino movie. I think the reason I'm picking it is because there's so many different languages being spoke. There's some really tense, good scenes. Um, I don't know. I think there's. it's just a phenomenal film. You can see Nazis getting killed. You see Hitler getting killed. Like, I can believe it was, re like, actual history. If I was on this island and I was just watching it over and over again, like, I'd believe it. Like, oh, man, at least they don't have <laughs> You'd just be scared of the bear Jew. <laughs> You'd be like that oh, one Japanese a... soldier who stayed on the island for 50 years and didn't know World War II was over. You start talking Dude. like Brad Pitt in that movie all the time. Inglorious <laughs> Bastards is a good one because there is a lot of, like, uh... A lot of There's a lot of different in that stuff. Movie. A lot of yeah. different stuff. You notice something new. I mean, hey, maybe after a couple of years, you there wouldn't be anything new to notice anymore. But uh, mm. I feel like you can get a lot of mileage out of that one. Yeah, yeah but I think you know, if by the time hopefully someone saves me, I already know how to speak French. I already know how to speak Italian. I already know how to speak German. Just because of this film. Your Italian will be really bad because the characters. It will be really bad. <laughs> Arrivederci. <laughs> right. Arrivederci. Gorlami. My name's Gorlami. He just shows up. He's like Arrivederci. <laughs> you know uh, that wasn't originally how he was supposed to say it, but when Tarantino saw it, he loved it so much he put it in the movie. I mean, yeah, of Brad Pitt's that awesome in that how movie, he was dude. Supposed to say it. That's like Brad, one of uh, Brad Pitt's like favorite characters of mine. Like yeah, plays. yeah, uh, Lieutenant so Aldo Rain. That was fire. So awesome. <laughs> yeah. Okay. My, what, my, what about you, Sebastian? Dad? Yeah. Let's. Yeah. I gotta go with. I think I go with Heat. Michael Mann's Heat. Ooh. Oh, nice. Uh, all right. Damn. The, the 1990s. That's a, that's good. Heist heat. Great, great shootouts, yeah. great action scenes, uh -huh. great, uh, you know, great... That was a great era. De Niro and Al Yeah, for sure. It really that was, era, a, was a vibe. Like, Movie-making era. That era of thrillers, oh, man, like, yeah, it's, so it's, solid. It's, it's so good because it opens up with, you know, like an armored car heist, like you've seen, you know, mm -hmm. in other shit. With, like, the hockey mask. Stuff a million times, but they do it just 
so well and it's you know it's like how the movie opens with this super tense robbery scene and it just like kind of keeps going from there um i was also really tempted to say uncut gems because there's a lot of detail in that movie oh, i haven't seen that yet I need to oh it's on netflix like, check it out that, that movie is like so stressful and so anxiety inducing to watch because everyone's it, it's supposed to be the whole time. i don't think i'd want to watch that over yeah i gotta That's the i can't like i can't be high for the movies like that because I just get way too paranoid. I'm like, I get yeah, you like, definitely want to start to squirm. I'm just one. like, oh, like I'm like, oh, like I get so yeah. into it, dude. Yeah, oh that, man, that that movie's really tense. So I think I would, I think I'd have to give it to Heat. Um, and again, I yeah, just, I could just watch that fucking shootout scene a million. Times. Uh, I was gonna say like, if I didn't say Castaway, I was gonna say Iron Will. Mm. Iron Will is like one of my all-time one. faves. I haven't seen it. Oh, it's a good one, dude. It's like pretty old, but it's like a it's a pretty good movie, and it's, it's kind of the same like uh, along the same lines. I just like is I really it as bad as the movie. Patriot? Uh, you heard me, motherfucker! I saw um, it. Like that shit was trash. Uh, I'm just gonna move on. Uh, Iron Will is pretty good. Uh, it's a it's like you know a movie about like determination and grit and will to survive kind of stuff, kind of similar to like Revenant mm. and. Uh, Okay. Like pursuit of happiness. Oh, I like. I just like movies too. like that where it's like a story of you know inspiration and determination. Right. Trying to um, push through something like that would be cool for a desert island. Hmm. Keep me keep me grounded, I guess. Uh, let's go into this next uh, segment here. I got some questions for you guys. To uh, it's not really like a. There's no name for it really. I just have some questions that I found that I think would oh, be boy. pretty interesting to to discuss amongst ourselves. Um, the first one, I'm just going to open it up to everybody here. Uh, if you had to replace your hands with something, and you, other than claws or someone else's hands, so it can't be claws, can't be other hands, what would you choose and why? I would I pick wings. Wings. You take wings on your hands? Yeah, so I could fly. So you have no hands, you just have wings now. That's I have it. wings. I could fly. So you just become a bird with no beak. Hmm. I don't need a beak, dude. I, I'm a young, human. Young yeah. no beak. I can speak English. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? <laughs> what does that have to do with? <laughs> How does that? Okay. You know what I would do? Once I have those wings, I would fly to fucking Marina. I'd knock on your door with my head, and then I'd slap the shit out of you with my hand wings. With your feather wing? Oh, it's gonna hurt so bad. <laughs> like, yeah, dude. <laughs> What happens when I? What happens when I? You can't defend yourself. What are you gonna do? What are you talking about? I spread them out, your, dude. Yeah, like you're gonna you can't go like touch this. my face. Oh. You can't even see me. I'm like John Cena in this bitch. Hey, you know what kind of wings I think you would have? Do you guys remember the movie Bugs Life? <laughs> mm-hmm. Remember when the caterpillar oh comes out of the cocoon? He's still a caterpillar. Yep. He has his little tiny fucking wings. wings. <laughs> those are your wings, young Baphomet. Those no, little tiny no fucking wings. That little I have giant has. majestic <laughs> angel wings coming out of my wrists. Look at him flicking that wrist. <laughs> okay, what about you, Jaime? You got no hands. Um, you can't have claws or hands. You know, uh-huh. okay, I think I'd pick, like, marshmallow pokers. You know, the mm. sticks you put, like, marshmallows ah. on the end for, like, campfires. I have no idea why, but I thought that'd be So you kind of be like the you know? Deadpool from the X-Men Origins at the end. Ah, interesting. You yeah, yeah, those, yeah, like, yeah. A staff You just have, out. like, sticks but, uh, poking out of your wrist. Yeah, I w- it was. It's like a two prong 
kind of thing. I was thinking like I want to pick up something. I was thinking chopsticks at first, but kind of sounds like a claw I, I though. Like, yeah, right, like a claw, kind hands. of like poking. Oh, I don't so know, he would just have two sticks. Cool. He'd be like, yeah, just two <laughs> kind of like stick things, and I'm just kind of like poking at stuff, picking up things. How would you jerk off? To pick up some stuff though. You would crush it at community service, dude. <laughs> that's, that's you would destroy community service. <laughs> that's, that's, does I have to accept it? A flashlight? Oh god! <laughs> he would just be out there picking up trash, uh, like a, like just crushing it. Yeah, yeah I'm like a, I'm a good yeah. Samaritan he'd have the bag scenario. like tied to his chest, so he could use both hands. He'd be the ultimate community service person. I'd just be yeah. out there. Give you a go kart that you can drive with your legs, you know? Hey, you yeah, mean. I'm like a really really good. And person you can roast two hot dogs at the same time. Wow, you'd be really efficient people. with certain things, but other things just not so You would much. just not be able to do at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, Sebastian, what, what about you? I would I would want to have, like, um, you know, like those gardening, like, spades that are triangle-shaped, kind of pointed at one end? I'd, I'd like something like that, like a little... Uh, or you could just have, like, a garden hoe? Because then that way I could poke things and kind of pick them up, you know? Um and uh a spork would I, be better I, I think i i think i would be able to get oh see i don't know though because i wouldn't be able to type with that no mm. i mean you could you, you just, just gotta, have to be I, really these... careful <laughs> yeah i have to oh, get yeah. a custom keyboard made for me you, you just gotta change everything that you do if you change i mean if you have different arms you're gonna have to be adapt oh you yeah your lifestyle certain things yeah so that's just what's gonna happen i mean what's the most ideal thing to have that's not arms, really. So, um, like, I'm gonna. Okay, I think you guys. Go ahead, yeah. You guys shouldn't sure. think like. I mean, practically or what? You guys have the same thing on both hands. I don't think you really thought about like efficiency mm. here. One oh, or the see, other. If you can have a different thing on each hand. That changes the equation a bit. I said. Different. I mean, I didn't really give you that, I but I think you should play by the rules we set because it's way too late to go back and start changing things. On uh, I didn't change no rules. You guys just didn't think of that, dude. Come you on, didn't man. mention it. What gross. the fuck? I mean, you have two hands, bro. You just thought like, oh, I'm gonna have the same thing on both hands. That's gonna be efficient. Mm. Want the like, listeners to realize just like how Michael well, sounded pitching you know, this idea. Uh, <laughs> the duality. You guys. Anyways, I would probably go with okay, if I'm gonna keep the same thing on both hands, you know what I'm gonna have? I'm just gonna have chains hanging off. Just chains. like a big metal chain hanging You're off. You're gonna both be like sides. fucking ghost yep. rider or some shit. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh man. You know why, dude? Because you can wrap those chains around a lot of stuff and you can like use your arm use your like, body to turn on. things and just You'll be like the greatest. You still have kidnapper. your arms? You still have your arms. You just have like long chains hanging off your hands. So you could like, you could body. rip. Yeah, you, it'd be sick, dude. Imagine being in like shit. the mosh pit and with the chain hands. Imagine being a fucking like vocalist in a metal band and you have chains for <laughs> hands and you grab and you wrap it around the mic stand. And you're just like chained to your arms and you're just like, Rawr! you're just like screaming into the mic. <laughs> you would that need someone so to help amazing. unwrap you at the end of it. Like, ah, oh, yeah. The mic is just constantly attached to you because you're just chained to it. Yeah, that'd be so sick, dude. You could, like... You you're like just... the perfect lightning rod. Yeah, when you drive, you just wrap the chains around. You know, like you could whip it on your steering wheel. You just, like, throw your wrists at your steering wheel and the chains wrap around. And then you're Imagine like, okay. getting pulled over like that. Just like, hello, officer. He's like, uh, hands in the air, sir. Like, I'm chained to my steering wheel. Listen, I'm, I'm trying my best. And then you're promptly shot. 
Um, for brandishing also, weapons, yeah, yeah, you could also beat the Ooh. shit out of anyone ever. <laughs> I mean, not <laughs> anyone if they have that a comes gun. You're just like a chain. Uh, you're like you're like uh, what's his name from? I like you're like Whiplash, but you have chains. Oh yes, Whiplash. I could, yeah, I can see that. Can <laughs> you're like Bruce Lee with all the nunchucks. You just have the chain part. And, and you could chain stuff. You could attach stuff to your chains, dude. Come on, like you guys. You put little magnets on there. Origin story for a, a villain. Up here, dude. Chains is the best thing you could have for hands if you can't have claws. You can't caress anybody Debatable. with chains. Debatable. Yeah, but if you, you could find yourself somebody that's into like BDSM, <laughs> you're gonna end up in one of those dungeons, dude. Like I swear to God. You could chain yourself to the bed, dude. You could be the ultimate sub. <laughs> Do you guys think he'd be a sub or a dominant oh, in that kind of uh Well, in this scenario, he's world. a sub. Uh, I consider myself a switch, sir. So <laughs> He's like, I go both ways. And with that. <laughs> I mean, I'm just being honest here. <laughs> this is what podcasting is about. Uh, I'm going to go into the next question here to kind of round it out. Last one here. If you could become an inanimate object for a year... Which inanimate object would you become, and why? Mm, for a year, a fuck, a computer with a webcam and a microphone. Oh my god! Jeez, <laughs> you're basically an AI. Yeah, keep keep some awareness. See if wow. You can't move. Yeah, I'll, I'm gonna fucking uh, upload. Uh, It'll be like Ghost in the Shell. I'm gonna upload um, my mind. I kind of want to. I want to be the nuclear the launch direction. codes. And uh, whenever it is I do see daylight, that means the end of the world is coming. How often do they change like, those? this? Is it? Uh, every every six hours. I was gonna say your life's no, no. Really I just short, con- I just continue <laughs> being like when it changes, I shift to the next piece of paper or whatever the fuck they use. Mm, Anthony, I don't right, think you right. understand how that works. I hate. Listen, to say they it. chain the thing to your hand. They use Michael's chain idea with the suitcase and the hand. <laughs> Anthony just wants to be that metal mm. briefcase. Yeah, the mm. briefcase. I'll be the briefcase. That's my uh, inanimate object. Interesting. My my runner up was uh was like a toilet, just because uh, you know. Getting uh, sh- you want to be a toilet, bro? Uh, why would you want to do that to yourself? Why do you want the be- most uh. underappreciated thing in your house? This sounds like a like. This sounds like so some you know nothing will change. <laughs> What about you, Jaime? Inanimate object. I'm trying to think about. I I want to go with Seb. I kind of want to go in Seb's direction. I was gonna pick a GoPro, Mm. but instead I'm gonna go with like a bobblehead because I think I'd have a little bit of fun. I don't know where I'm at or what kind of bobblehead I am, but I don't know. Like the first thought, does does Disneyland have bobbleheads? Because if they did, that's where I would go. And I'd be like on a shelf somewhere, and people so you come were made by with they, like, uh, bop, with, they bop my head. You were made with child labor then. <laughs> yeah, you think so? Probably. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. Made by the but youngest I'd be on a shelf just chilling for a whole that year. Disney could afford. Uh, yeah, but at that time I'm not uh, alive yet. You know, I haven't came to. They haven't used their magical powers yet on me. So when I'm like awakened i'm just sitting on a shelf 
looking out at like a bunch of people just cross by over i'm like sitting in tomorrowland or some shit and uh yeah just bobbing away and hopefully one day someone takes me home and then uh, i like after the year i like transform into my human body and then they freak out they're like there's a grown man in my room what's going on here that's what would happen <laughs> it would be a really a really weird uh really weird couple minutes there when you wake back interesting up. oh yeah for sure it sounds like a, sounds like a movie directed by Rob Schneider. Mm. Yeah, like he's like trapped as the bobblehead, like trying to. Oh my god, I don't know why. <laughs> just, what, what was that? What was that movie where you get uh, out of there and your neck is just jacked? It's just like you just have huge yeah, traps. Just from all the exercise. <laughs> yeah, you're like, dude. Yeah. yeah, I'm just like. <laughs> what, what was that <laughs> movie where Kevin Spacey's soul got like transplanted into the family cat? Do you, do you all remember mm, this? I don't remember that one, but I do oh, remember he was like, a, yeah, he bro, Kevin Spacey's a cat. Spacey's I don't a cat? Yeah, yeah. He, he gets like, like transformed into a cat. Like shitty to, to, to teach him a lesson. It's basically, it's basically click. It's basically, it's basically click, but yeah. with like a cat. You know, like he has to learn about loving his family oh, and whatever. So he he becomes the pet cat, so he can appreciate them more or whatever. Because I mean, like, I oh, think that's kind of the direction we're taking with this inanimate object thing, like. Yeah, I was exactly. gonna say like if I could be, if I could be something, I think I'd want to be like a landmark, like, oh, like the Eiffel Tower, or like the Statue of Liberty, or something like you, that. I was to, gonna say, what if it'd be really carefully so you don't get torn down? That'd be funny. Yeah, exactly. No, I don't want to be exactly. like a statue, like a like something big, like the pyramid, or like something mm. crazy, like a wonder. You know, like uh, mm. I get you. I, like the Eiffel people Tower. are always people are always coming to see you. From everywhere, and it, and like the conversation, and just like Grand people King? always in awe of your. It would just be interesting to like to watch mm. like how different people experience. Like I just feel this. like I wouldn't want to be the Eiffel Tower because the French are assholes, and that would mean mm. being what around a bunch the, of. I was assholes. trying to use an example. Yeah, I don't know which one I'd really want to. What be, about Lady like, Liberty? You'd be the that like a man. bridge in Big Sur that everyone also. Pictures if of. you are if you are that landmark, you know, I think it'd be cool to be alive. Like. Or to recognize everything that happens within it from like the time it was built oh, until yeah. now. That'd be mm. like like the Colosseum in Rome, you know? Like you're Ooh. like Imagine how many time. motherfuckers died in that motherfucker, you know? Oh not a lot. Yeah, the it yeah, just A lot of death. A whole Crazy. lot of death going on there. Crazy stuff. Uh you have any other uh, questions or what? I was gonna say is it time for do I have takeaways now, or? I, I think so. Uh, I, I host. I didn't want <laughs> to circle back a little bit. Um, any, uh, Jaime, any movies that, um, you know, people, uh, a lot of people still got a lot of free time these days. Um, mm-hmm. Any any movies that maybe you think have gone, gone under the radar recently that you think might be worth checking Ooh. out? Maybe just a couple. Under the radar. Okay. Forgotten films, unappreciated films. Um, okay, you know, one movie I've been thinking about recently that I want to watch again that I think was kind of like shoved aside is the movie Mother with Jennifer Lawrence. Yo. I don't know if you guys saw that. I did. I haven't seen it. It was. Oh, okay. So, like, it's intense. I'll tell you that much. But it's very interesting because it, you know, it's almost telling, like, this story about either. A lot of different interpretations, but uh, either Earth 
and people or Jesus and God. Like there's a lot of different things going on in that film. But Mother, directed by Darren Aronofsky with Jennifer Lawrence and Javier Bardem. Go check it out. Um, I think that one's underappreciated. Uh, I, I, I did one more uh, that I really like that is like my go one of my go-tos. It's a feel-good film. It's called Chef with John Favreau. Hey, and, that's uh, a good one, bro. And Sofia Vergara and all the, uh, Dustin Hoffman, a bunch of Robert Downey Jr.'s in it a little all bit. All his Johansson. Yeah, basically. Um, but that movie, is, it's like a feel-good film. Like, really, like, if you want to chill and vibe and, like, have very little conflict while watching a movie, go watch Chef with John Favreau. It's really good if you like food, too. There's a lot of cool food, some really good music. It's not like a big studio film. It's more independent, so it'll be a little bit different than what you're used to. Go check that out. Nice. Sounds nice and wholesome. Cool. It is. It's very wholesome. And it's it's like I said. It's a feel good film, you know. Um, very little conflict, which is good. nice. In, in contrast to Mother, which, uh, like I said, I have. <laughs> right. Oh I remember my when god. It came out, the only thing I would hear was like how fucked up some of the scenes were. It so is. You can you can cleanse is, your palate but, with some nice food after that. Yeah, but seriously, the thing about Mother is just it's crazy. Like it goes everywhere. It's unexpected and it's like very uncomfortable. But that's what I love about film sometimes, too, that it can put you in this state that you're like, oh, my God. Like, you know, like you were saying about Uncut Gems, it's doing a the movie's doing a good job if it's making you feel that way. Yeah. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? It can so, actually evoke. Yeah, go check out Mother. It's, exactly. Because it's, you know, I don't know. It's pretty fucked up. But go watch that movie. It's really, it's really good. I have to go watch it again pretty fucked up it's pretty good <laughs> no it is though i i, I just yeah. i just watched a movie like that recently so yeah i know that i know what you mean of like oh this yeah. is really hard but, to watch but oh it's real good too yeah it's probably one of those movies you would only watch like once or twice but if you're looking for something to really affect you yeah i would recommend that there's so many movies i have over here on my left that i would keep going like i could keep going but i'm not going to you know i know we have like a short amount of time but uh, go check out those movies, Chef and Mother. I'm sure I have plenty of more recommendations. Uh, you can go follow me on Instagram, and uh, I might have more. Hey, plug. And uh, with with that social media plug, uh, we're just about coming up on the end here. Um, so, yeah, what mm. uh, what has everyone got for a uh, quick takeaway? Uh, Michael's wearing a fucking soccer shirt, so... Um, it's not a soccer team. It's like he woke up and it decided like not to even why. try this morning, so... It's bland plug. It's your boy Young Baphomet. <clears throat> <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, Michael, my takeaway from this episode is nice to sit down with Jaime, and uh, I think that you know the idea for the pokers was hands. Besides mine, as <laughs> chains, obviously the best. I think the pokers was a uh, really? second there. Wings. Ah. Um, <clears throat> uh. Like I described wings earlier, those caterpillar about. wings that you would have—that's would those would be your wings. So I don't see much advantage to those, uh, or the like hat that you're wearing, which is also ridiculous. That's my takeaway. Thank you guys. Hi, <laughs> mate. What uh, what have you got as a as a coming away from this? My, um, actually, I really had a good time. This is my first time being on someone else's podcast. Ooh. I've only been on my own. And even there, I'm like, I'm still kind of learning. I'm getting better at talking. 
Um, but this has been fun. This has been different. I really enjoyed talking about film with you guys. And uh, I learned a lot about wings and chains <laughs> and about desert islands. Uh, yeah, you know, thanks, guys, for helping, having me on. It was nice to talk to you guys, Seb, Anthony, uh, Mr. Booth. Miss I miss Cam though. I wish I, I wish he was here. That's one thing I do. I, you the know. Cam, yeah. One of the uh, one of yeah, the, Mr. Cam. One of the first rules of podcasting is the more people you've got on there, just the the harder. It's probably more difficult. Have. I bet. Yeah, I figured. But yeah, I had a good time. Yeah, Thanks, absolutely. Guys. Well, um, yeah, it was great to have you on. It was great to, uh, uh, for me at least, to be able to make an appearance on your show um, last week. Mm. And um, yeah, mm. with that, thank you again for coming on. Uh, stay hydrated, folks. Go read a book. Peace out. Check me out on Instagram at campeasy.berry and YouTube at CB Comedy. I am on Instagram, Seinfeld, S I G H N Feld, and also Fuckerberg. Young Baphomet underscore on uh, Instagram and uh, the fucking Twitter machine. And I'm at underscore M Booth on Twitter and Instagram and then Facebook and YouTube, Michael Booth. Don't forget to check out the Cowboy Rowdy Podcast on Instagram and also the Cowboy Rowdy Podcast on Facebook.